So a ton of candidates standing in line even while the snow was coming down there briefly this morning outside of the Illinois State Board of Elections here in Springfield, which interestingly enough is in the same shopping plaza as a Chuck E. Cheese, but... Uh, we can leave that uh, to another day to have that conversation. Uh, but you've got candidates all up and down the ballot uh, from local state representative to state senator to uh, members of Congress that are looking to either get reelected or people looking to get into the U.S. Congress. But you've also got statewide races, including that for governor. And uh, you've got a lot of names in the mix. Uh, and people are going to be filing starting today uh, throughout the rest of the week uh, to possibly get on that uh, June 28th primary ballot. Uh, and with us right now is one of the candidates who just filed, and that is Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Mayor, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you doing out there? I'm all right, Greg. Uh, good to be on. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and uh, your listeners. Absolutely. So uh, how, how did you do with the, uh, the snow coming down, and how many signatures did you guys turn in? Uh, we did great. It's an exciting day. We, we uh, gathered 15,000 signatures, myself and uh, Representative Avery Bourne. And another fourteen thousand for our, for our slate. So we we're excited and uh, filed all of our documents and officially getting on the ballot. And uh, of course, this is just the beginning of uh, of the campaign. Uh, we've ha- heard a lot of names thrown out beforehand, but this next week is really going to solidify uh, that that race for Republicans vying for the Republican nomination for gubernatorial uh, slot. There, uh, what do you think is going to set you aside from some of the other candidates that we've heard about thus far? Well, you know, the reality is I'm the only person that's ever been tested in the arena. You know, I'm the only one that has a background and record of actually running a large uh, municipal organization or government organization. And with my time as a, a, uh, a prosecutor, my time as an alderman, a mayor, and a combat veteran, you know, I think I have a unique perspective on what we need to do to take our state back and put us back on the right track. We're talking with Richard Irvin. He is the mayor of Aurora, but also filing nomination petition signatures uh, to get on the June 28th ballot for the uh, Republican and Democratic primary. Uh, but of course, uh, as a Republican candidate, there's uh, going to be uh, quite quite a few names on that list. Uh, so we'll be, uh, of course, touching base throughout the next few months uh, to, to talk about a variety of issues. But what do you think, uh, Mayor, is going to be some of the, the major issues that uh, the taxpayers and that voters across the state uh, are really going to be looking at when they head to the polls? Well, as I ride throughout the state, northern, central, and southern Illinois, and talk to you know many residents of, of the state, they echo the same things throughout the state. And that's that under J.B. Prisker, crime is out of control. You know, we signed the most destructive crime bill that uh, is anti-police, and it is bad for the police, and it makes it less safe for the state as a whole. They're saying that, you know, they don't like the, the tax and wasteful spending. Maybe Prisker tried to impose the largest tax hike on the residents of our state in its history. And, and because of it, you know, we're in dire straits in Illinois. And, and our residents are saying they don't like the corruption that has plagued our state for years, the Madigan, Prisker corruption that, that, is, that has affected the state and prevented us from being able to compete and be the state the, that we really should be, the true land of Lincoln. 
So uh, corruption, uh, taxes, uh, those are some of the things. Uh, crime, obviously, uh, as we've seen in the Chicago area, uh, that's uh, been a, a huge concern. And even downstate here in Springfield, we've had some uh, alarming uh, statistics put out, Decatur, Peoria, and so on. Uh, how do you get through as a Republican candidate to Cook County and Chicago, which have typically been the deciding factor as to who's going to be the next governor of Illinois? Well, you know, as I said, with with, you know, the factors that are important to our, our residents, crime and wasteful spending and taxes and and corruption, I, I look at I focus on my background, you know, being a prosecutor, working in the community, you know, arresting. I'm the only candidate that has personally arrested violent criminals, drug dealers, gangbangers, wife beaters. I've worked side by side and shoulder to shoulder with police in the community you know, making our, making our community safer. And we talked to the folks in, in the northern part of, of Illinois about that because that's important. My background shows that I can get the job done. Now, in Aurora, even though you pointed out that we have, there are a number of cities where crime is rising. Well, not in Aurora. In Aurora, crime is actually being reduced because immediately upon being elected, you know, I added more police officers to the force. We have more police officers in the city of Aurora than in our history. And I like to do the same thing for the state of Illinois, reinforce, you know, our police and let them know that their governor's got their back. This governor does not have their back. He signed a bill that put them, you know, uh, in, in a position where they're not safe, put the residents in a position where the residents aren't safe. And, you know, not one police agency, not one signed off on that bill yet. J.B. Prisker signed it and gave more uh, credibility to the criminal than the victim and the, pol- and the police that uh, protect us every day. We're talking with Richard Irvin. He is mayor of Aurora, but filed today here in Springfield to get on the June 28th primary ballot as a Republican vying for the gubernatorial nomination. Um, mayor, uh, early on when when your name first came up in, in January, uh, there were a lot of your uh, potential opponents on the on the primary ballot uh, raising a, a question about uh, which affiliation you're actually with. Uh, saying that uh, you've you've pulled Democrat ballots in the past, uh, so I guess just address some of that criticism uh, as to uh, you know past political uh, preference. Well, truth is, my opponents are going to say a lot of things, um, and what they're not going to be able to say is that I they're not going to be able to talk about is my record. My record, you know, as a uh, combat veteran going to war for our country. They're not going to be able to talk about my record as a prosecutor actually putting criminals behind bars. They're not going to be able to talk about my record as the mayor of the second largest city in our state with proven results of getting things done. But let me address the Republican issue. The reality is the first office that I ever held was as a Republican commitment, appointed by my fellow Republicans and then elected for another four-year term by my fellow Republicans. Let me tell you who does think I'm um, a Republican. Barack Obama, when he came in came and campaigned against me so the Democrat could win in 2005 when I first ran for mayor, or in 2017 when I was elected, when Tammy Duckworth campaigned against me and Dick Durbin campaigned against me and actually came out and knocked on doors so the Democrat would win and, and you know, I, would, I wouldn't prevail. And let me tell you who else, you know, the most notorious Democrat in the state knows I'm a Republican. That's Mike Madigan, who sent his handpicked candidate out to campaign against me. Now, we beat Mike Madigan and his candidate, you know, and I'm the only Republican that has ever faced Mike Madigan in the Madigan machine and actually won. Looked him in the eye, you know, and, and called him out and won. None of my other candidates, none of the other candidates in the Republican Party can say that. Matter of fact, many of them have been in the legislature and been steamrolled by the Madigan machine 
for decades. I'm the only one that stood up to it and, and prevailed. Money is another big issue here, uh, of course, with uh, uh, the incumbent governor, uh, a billionaire, self-financing his campaign largely. Uh, he gave himself, I think it was like $170 million uh, to get the job in 2018, uh, and he's already given himself uh, tens of millions more. Uh, and you've got backing from uh, from Ken Griffin, another billionaire here. Uh, for those who are worried about uh, the the staggering money in politics. I'm not sure any other way to put it, but uh, how do you alleviate those concerns that, uh, you know, the, the money is what's really going to be behind some of the policies here rather than uh, what's best for the people of Illinois? You know, at the end of the day, money doesn't vote. People do. And when I got into the race, J.B. Prisker recognized that I was definitely a threat because my background is the exact opposite of his. You know, I have succeeded in every area where, where he's failed. In the, the day, you know, it, it's not going to be about money to our, our residents. It's going to be about who is the best person that can lead this state to the future and can show success and put Illinois back on top. And that person uh, is um, is me. And the Irvin-born uh, administration will do things for the state that will, you know, make us the true land of Lincoln again. You know, bring pride back to the state of Illinois. Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Um, we'll have uh, plenty of opportunity in the months ahead leading up to the uh, June 28th primary to talk uh, specifically about uh, a variety of issues. I would imagine everything from the Second Amendment to abortion uh, to, to more. Uh, but uh, one of the things that's just real fresh right now, uh, actually a couple of things if I could, uh, one being the indictment of Speaker Madigan, uh, and you've got uh, the, the reverberations being felt uh, around all political circles. Do you think that that will actually be uh, a key point uh, that uh, voters are going to uh, look toward to see uh, how this, how the the candidates respond to this and 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 what kind of solutions there should be to, to clean up uh, ethics and, and uh, uh, allegations of corruption in Illinois? How do we do that? You know, absolutely. I, it's going to be an issue to this, to this campaign and, and rightfully so. The reality is Mike Madigan has run a criminal enterprise in the state of Illinois for decades, a criminal enterprise. Not and that's not a term used by me. That's a term used by the indictment that you know that that shows he's been involved in you know this criminal activity for so many years. Now, in, until we clean up all the corruption in the state, we're not going to be able to move forward. And that means we've got to clean up those people that participated in the criminal enterprise. J.B. Pritzker not only complicitly comply with the criminal enterprise, he participated. Let me tell you, he gave $10 million to, uh, to Madigan's uh, criminal enterprise to continue the corruption that had been going on in the state. He hired 35 uh, patronage folks off the Madigan's clout list and brought them into the administration uh, at the state of Illinois. And when given opportunities to uh, rebuke Madigan, he has, he has not done it at all. He didn't do it in 2019 when, when it first came up that uh, Madigan had been, been involved in corruption, didn't do it in 2020 when asked, uh, and neither in 2021. Uh, as a matter of fact, what J.B. Prisker said, and I quote, Mike, the people of Illinois should be happy that Mike Madigan is the speaker of the state of Illinois. Well, I think most people of Illinois disagree with that as I disagree with that myself and uh, Representative Avery Bourne, and we're looking to get rid of all the corruption, including J.B. Pritzker, you know, in the state of Illinois. And that's why, you know, I'm running for governor.
Another issue I definitely want to talk with you about in the future is uh, how do we reverse uh, outbound migration with uh, you know us losing a seat in Congress and uh, year after year after year estimates uh, pretty staggering. So we'll, we'll save that for another day. But uh, talk about uh, the the response to COVID nineteen uh, and uh, again some of the the critics out there are saying that uh, you went along with uh, with some of the governor's uh, mitigations early on. Uh, assess if you could um, what should we have done. Uh, here we are now two years afterwards uh, with the governor uh, and his orders impacting everything from small businesses to, to kids' education. How would you have handled this differently? What I would not have done is made these sweeping determinations without, in, as though I was an emperor uh, and make all the, do all these executive orders without involving the individuals that were affected by it. Now, when J.B. Prisker made the the determination on his own without talking to any of the mayors or any of the, for example, restaurant industry leaders, when he shut down all the restaurants that affected our economy. You know, he didn't even talk to the uh, restaurant association to see about if there was a, a way or a, a manner to keep patrons safe. When he shut that down, it not only affected the restaurant owners, it affected the employees, it affected their families, it affected all the businesses that provide uh, goods and commerce to the restaurants. It affected our whole economy. And he did it without even thinking, without even including, you know, the leaders, the other leaders in the state. I would absolutely not do that. Any effective governor, and I will be an effective governor, has to make sure that you bring the, the, uh, the affected parties in and have a conversation and see how we can best build this state together. Again, Aurora Major Richard Irvin filing today to get on the ballot as a uh, Republican gubernatorial candidate. Greatly appreciate you taking the time, and I imagine we'll talk again in the uh, the months ahead about a whole host of other issues. So uh, be safe out there, and uh, thanks for taking time with us today. Thank you, Greg. Look forward to talking to you again. Bye. It is the WMAY Morning News Feed now, 852.